Hey everyone, before we get started, I got a couple disclaimers for you. The first one is, you may potentially hear background noise as I'm recording this. My dog is sitting behind me chewing on his golf ball that he found and hiding it in his blankie just so he can find it again. The second disclaimer I'm going to give you is this episode we're about to have is going to cover the delicate topic of politics within the gaming industry. So use this as a warning and please do not come after me if you disagree with anything we're about to cover today, but I hope you'll be able to use this episode and the things we discuss in it to help you make your decision on whether or not to comment on a political post and how you articulate your opinion in a thoughtful manner. Now, let's jump into the episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode six of the Haggard Podcast. This last week, the internet was on fire. I should rephrase that by saying the gaming side of the internet has been on fire this last week, and that's because of two really huge topics. The first topic is around the changes Twitch has announced in their terms of service update, but that's a different topic for an entirely different episode on its own. The other topic revolves around a big name streamer by the name of Nick Merckx, who, for those who have listened to past episodes, and if you haven't, shame on you, you've heard me mention his name before in a tweet that he made recently, literally has pitted majority of the gaming community against one another. In order to understand the entire picture here, we're going to start from the very beginning and kind of walk through a list of events that have transpired. On June 7th, a man by the name of Chris Puckett, or Puckett as he's known in the gaming industry, made a tweet about a protest that was happening four blocks from where his Overwatch League apartment is, which is located in Glendale, California. A large protest was held because the local school board was voting to recognize June as Pride Month. At some point, a fight broke, a fight broke out between protesters and police formally asked the school board to recess and the police put up barriers as a result of the fight to kind of keep everyone protected and keep everyone safe. In the video Puckett shared on Twitter, you could clearly see punches being thrown and people going after one another. I can't emphasize this part enough. This was a brawl that took place outside of a school board meeting by grown adults who were angry at the idea of a school board voting to recognize June as Pride Month. Nick Merckx responded to the tweet and said, quote, they should leave little children alone. That's the real issue, end quote. This tweet sparked an entirely different conversation and was the catalyst that set Twitter into a frenzy and flipped the gaming world on its head literally overnight. Backlash from the tweet quickly came his way as people in the gaming industry and outside of it were saying that he was spreading anti-LGBTQIA rhetoric and others were responding to the tweet saying how he w- they were disappointed for what he had said. After taking, taking a day off from the internet, Merckx got on his stream and tried to articulate his stance and what he meant by the tweet. I'm not going to read verbatim here on what he said, but basically, the gist of his response was, now that he's a new father, he sees things in a different light compared to what he had a couple months prior before his newborn baby arrived. He said he didn't intend to piss everyone off, but when he saw the video that Puckett had posted, it pissed him off and he responded to the tweet. He and his wife feel as though they want to be be the ones to have this conversation with their kids when it comes to LGBTQIA+, or questions their kids have on the topic. 
he reiterates that he doesn't think this topic is something that a teacher or a school is the right place to speak about things like this, and that he and his wife want to be the ones to talk to their kids about it. At the end of the segment, he says he didn't mean to upset people, and that was not his intention. But he stands by the tweet because he said he believes, he, he believes what he said is true. He did apologize to Puckett, though, the guy who tweeted the video because, I mean, he caused the guy a lot of drama, and I bet his Twitter mentions were blowing up, and there was probably a fair amount of stress, too. Nick Merckx also said, it's not that he doesn't believe that this topic is something that should not be discussed, but while he was clarifying, he just feels like this topic is better suited to be discussed at home and not in that environment. After listening to his apology, there were still tons of people who were upset and not satisfied with what he had to say, or basically how they thought he tried to apologize. Let's just pause here for a second and think about the circumstances. All of this has taken place within the first couple days of June, which is recognized throughout the entire country as National Pride Month. This could not have happened at a worse time when all eyes are all on things such as this and topics like this. Later that night, the game Call of Duty decided to remove Nick's bundle from the Call of Duty in-game store. They tweeted, quote, Due to recent events, we have removed the Nick Merck's operator bundle from Modern Warfare 2 and Warzone store. We are focused on celebrating pride with our employees and our community, end quote. For those unfamiliar with in-game content or purchases, Call of Duty made a huge decision to partner with Nick Merckx and Tim the Tatman to create their own operator bundles. They brought these two content creators into one of their studios to basically take pictures of every inch of their body and create an in-game operator that looks exactly like them from head to toe. These bundles could then be put into the in-game store as operators that you can purchase to play as these characters. They even created voice lines that Tim the Tapman had to read for his character to say in the game, which are pretty dang good if you ask me. I cannot stress how huge of a deal this is. These are the first two creators to have their very own operator skin in Call of Duty, and from all accounts, when the bundles dropped on May 31st, it was a massive success. I must admit, I did purchase both bundles, because you know, I gotta support the boys, right? What happened the following day was something I don't think anyone anticipated, and that was the fallout Call of Duty would face from other streamers and gamers. Content creators like Dr. Disrespect, who is a legend in the gaming space, Cloaksy, and many more have decided to uninstall and not play the game anymore because of the removal of his operator skin. To fast forward a couple days while the, the drama and the fallout ensued, Tim the Tatman tweeted on June 10th that, quote, Nick Merckx has been my friend for years. We went in getting our Call of Duty operator skins together. It feels wrong for me to have mine and him no longer have his. In support of my friend, please remove the Tim the Tatman bundle at Call of Duty, end quote. This is Tim essentially asking Call of Duty to also remove his bundle from the in-store shop because he supports his friend and what his friend is going through. The following day after Nick's bundle was removed, Tim started his stream saying he knows Nick and he doesn't believe what he tweeted was a true reflection of how Nick actually is as a person and what he believes. Nor does he think that he was trying to piss anybody off by the statement that he made. Nick is a good person and has been for the entirety of their friendship, which they've been 
I don't even I don't know how long they've been friends for, but what I can tell you is I've been following Tim since 2018 and they've at least been friends since then. Needless to say, Twitter has been divided between those who think Nick is anti-LGBTQIA+ and those who are supporting Nick and stand behind him. Also, because of what Tim has said in defense of his friend, now that his operator bundle has also been removed at his request, people are kind of lumping them together. And this has caused a lot of real issues for at least Nick, but it's unclear the fallout Tim will face because this latest part of the saga just happened a couple days ago. Neither Nick nor Tim has tweeted since or have gone live since. Granted, Tim already announced to his stream early last week that he submitted his PTO to his community that he would be gone the beginning of this week. So him being away is not unexpected. But for Nick not to be streaming, that tells me he knows he messed up. And at the very least, he knows how big of a situation he has on his hands. And it's a very, very serious one. This is this part's hearsay because it hasn't come directly from Nick or someone that has known who is in his camp. But this has caused him the loss of some brand deals that he has been working very hard on for a very long time. And for someone like Nick, that's potentially millions of dollars he could be missing out on just because of one tweet. The fallout from this will be something not only both creators and the game manufacturer deal with for a very long time, but it's also something the gaming community will have to deal with for a long time as well. It will cause other streamers who have a a following and a community to basically pick one side or the other and talk about the issue. This isn't something the majority of content creators have ever had to discuss amongst their community where they're needed to, you know, state their views or their political affiliation. I believe some will stay silent and not speak on the subject for fear of the same type of retaliation that Nick has faced. And to be honest, I, I can't say that I blame him. I've had a couple of my friends who I game with ask me my thoughts on the situation, but I wasn't planning on putting anything out there because I didn't want to try piggyback off of this for views or for listeners. However, the last couple of days I've read tweets and listened to people talk about this and it honestly has made me a little angry. I mean, it's the internet and most of the time people are chiming in to gain attention or to be trolls, but it hasn't sat well with me. So, you know, here are my thoughts on it. As someone who is a fan of Nick Merckx and the MFAM community he has built over the years, I do not believe his tweet warranted the removal of his bundle. The only harm that came from his statement was people drawing their own conclusions as to what he meant and stating his tweet was anti-LGBTQIA+. Now, having said that, his statement is very vague. And you can't blame people from drawing conclusions like this because, at least in this country, that's the type of rhetoric that comes from individuals who have written and voted on legislation that is harmful to this community. The backlash and tweet storm Nick received from some of his friends and fans isn't something that came out of nowhere. He took a stance on an issue that is not only a human issue, but in all honesty is a bigger political issue and one that divides this country so To think that he would fly under the radar would be absurd. To be clear, this is not me saying what he said wasn't, you know, that bad or that he didn't really mean it. All I'm saying is, in my opinion, 
the tweet that he had said and the words he had used didn't warrant Call of Duty removing his bundle from their in-game store. Like I mentioned earlier, at first, I didn't want to try to piggyback off this to gain viewers or listeners, but some of the hot takes and comments I've read made me upset and angry once I read articles about the incident and learned what the school board was actually voting on. You see tweets and comments that the school board was voting on introducing a curriculum that talks about gay rights and sexual orientation. To be very clear here, a gender and sexual identity curriculum was not on the agenda for this school board meeting. According to CBS News, the only topic that was related to this was a declaration of support for Pride Month. The district has passed this declaration for the last five years, and it reads, In Glendale Unified, we are committed to providing a safe, inclusive environment where every child can learn and thrive. The district also said in a statement to, I'm assuming, CBS News, we know that kids do better when their parents are involved in their education. We work with parents as partners and encourage all parents and other caregivers to be inquisitive and engage with what is going on in our school community. Let's continue to work together, commit to having difficult conversations, ask questions, and maintain a civil discourse for the benefit of all students. This declaration that, again, has already been a part of the school district for the last five years is what drove some protesters outside of the meeting to throw punches and attack one another. I'm not going to, you know, unfairly assume that those who have commented on the issue haven't read, you know, news articles or have listened to anyone that has reported on the actual facts of the incident, but for some, it doesn't sound like they have. One comment that caught my eye was from a streamer by the name of Preacher Guy. Before we get to the comment, I think it's important to give a little background and context here for him. He used to be a pastor, but decided to quit his full-time job to become a content creator with the goal in mind to bring the teachings of the Bible to the gaming community. He responded to the Call of Duty tweet that announced the removal of Nick's operator bundle by saying, quote, you are simply not allowed to be a conservative in gaming. Absolutely wild, end quote. Now, I don't know this streamer personally. I have watched some of his streams, and I did tune in to his stream where he would discuss what he had to say. Towards the beginning of the stream, he tells the story that while he was on the beach on the last day of his vacation, he got on Twitter and saw Nick's tweet, or in his words, it was a a conservative take, and he wanted to tell his wife about it. He told his wife that Nick tweeted, little kids shouldn't be getting involved in transgender stuff. A minute or two later, while telling his wife this story, he reiterates that the tweet said you shouldn't introduce trans stuff to little kids and that he didn't know you were allowed to say stuff like that in gaming. With those multiple statements and iterations, I'm, I'm going to try to unpack this the, the best way that I can. What his tweet is referring to is the way he misrepresented the comment Nick made. He took this as Nick said, or is saying, little kids shouldn't be getting involved in transgender stuff. This is not at all what Nick said in his tweet. However, you can clearly see how what I said earlier about Nick's comment being very vague and people can draw this kind of conclusion. This is a perfect example of that. 
He reinforces this misrepresentation when a minute later he tells his wife, Nick Merckx says you shouldn't introduce trans stuff to little kids. Again, that's not what Nick said. The second half of this statement that he didn't know you were allowed to say that in gaming is also incorrect. He clearly knows you can say these things because he was a preacher. And as a preacher, you would assume he agrees with the teachings of the Bible and therefore would believe that being transgender or gay is wrong and most likely would probably have preached about it at some point. My best guess is he knows that if you were to say a statement like the one he misrepresented Nick Merck saying, that you would be, in his words, canceled. In other words, the majority of the platform supports rights for LGBTQIA plus individuals and believes they should have the same rights and freedoms as heterosexual people do. And if you don't think that, then you are against those individuals. From what I heard just out of the rest of the segment where he talks about this, it really doesn't sound like he knows what the school board was actually voting on in this instance. To me, he saw a big name streamer make a comment that lines up with his views and the rhetoric he believes and added, you know, his two cents. He thinks this entire thing is about introducing six and seven year olds to gender transitioning when in fact, it's all because some people were pissed off about a school district voting on keeping the declaration of support for Pride Month. The only ones who have brought up the notion or the idea that this protest is because they are trying to teach little kids about being gay or transgender stems from those people who, to put a name on it, are far-right-leaning Republicans. There were so many statements on Twitter that repeated this notion that they were trying to teach these little kids these things, and that's not even remotely close to reality. I'm not sure how your school district was set up, but where I grew up, the schools were split between K-5, through 6-8, through eight, and 9-12. through 12. So you have an elementary school, a middle school, and a high school. Preacher Guy and others seem to think all of this that's happening is all going on at the elementary level, and that's the age group being targeted, so people protest to, you know, quote-unquote, save the kids. One last thing I will mention before moving on is during the same stream that Preacher Guy, you know, talks about all this, he says that when he started streaming, he went back and privated the sermons he gave at his church where he touched on homosexuality. I'm guessing he means the videos that he had on his social media pages where he gave sermons on the topic, but he doesn't clarify this. He said he didn't do this because he was ashamed by them or what he had said, but because in this industry, meaning gaming, if they think you don't agree with the LGBTQIA plus lifestyle, then they're going to cancel you. To me, this sounds like he was worried that if people knew he was against this demographic, then he wouldn't grow as a streamer or he wouldn't get partnerships or work with brands. Meaning, basically, if they knew the real me, they wouldn't like me. To wrap this portion up, I'm not saying Preacher Guy is a bad person or you shouldn't like him. I'm simply using him as an example. And I'm pointing out his statement on not being allowed to be a conservative in the gaming industry is not at all true. You can be a conservative and think being gay or transgender is wrong because that's what the Bible teaches. However, 
denying a certain demographic rights or thinking kids who struggle with gender identity shouldn't have a safe space for them to not be bullied or harassed simply is not going to be ignored anymore. If you were one of those people that saw the video on the news, because I'm fairly, fairly positive this whole thing made national news. If you are pissed off about a school district, not a specific grade in school, but an entire school district supporting Pride Month, then what I'm about to say is going to throttle you. If kids can be taught sex ed in school, and in, in my school district, it was fifth grade, and all of the uncomfortable topics that are covered during that education, then teachers should have the ability to consult students who ask questions on gender identity or who confide in them about their sexual orientation and are seeking help. Politics are just messy in general, but politics and gaming are a huge mistake for most creators. I would argue that most streamers don't know how to handle political questions in a thoughtful, articulate manner. For the majority of streamers, in their rules on their channel, in one of their panels, they state no political questions or topics will be discussed. And most of the time, if you do it and you're warned and you do it again, they're going to ban you just right off the rip or they have no patience for it. And as soon as you ask a political question, you're banned. For some streamers, they don't discuss it because they don't want to engage in it. For others, it's too serious of a topic and they don't want their community or at least in chat while they're streaming, to argue back and forth on political topics. There are very few streamers who have built a platform around politics and do a very well job with it and do a great job conversing with their community. Now, if you were to disagree with that streamer on their political views, you're going to get demolished in their chat, not only by the streamer making fun of you and your view, but also by the majority of those in chat because most likely they are there because they agree with the streamer's political view. In this situation, Nick Merckx should have known better than to tweet something as vague as he did. Given how big his platform is and the number of fans he has all over the world, if he felt the need to comment on Puckett's post, he should have been more articulate and clearer on his stance. Now, Does every tweet he makes deserve this type of thought process? No. However, when it comes to something like, you know, something political like parents fighting outside of a school board meeting because the school district is voting to keep the declaration for Pride Month, regardless of whatever the view is, it needs to be thought out more and articulated in a better manner. I don't think Nick Merckx should be canceled because the statement he made, it had no hate behind it. There was no hateful language in the short tweet that he made. I've been a part of his community for at least four years now, and his community is made up of people from every walk of life and every sexual orientation. I think the call on him, though, to be better and do better, it is warranted because of the situation he put himself in and that statement that he made, and it was a public forum in which he made the statement. I think this is a huge moment and one that everyone can learn from. In certain situations and on certain topics, what you say on the internet matters. If you have a large following, gone are the days where you can post something like this on a hot button topic and not expect to get blowback. Your fans and friends will hold you accountable 
and there are potential ramifications you could face. In all honesty, this is something new to the gaming industry. Within the last couple of years, gamers have had to learn you know, this lesson, and I think for the most part, it has gotten better. Clearly though, there's a lot more to be done, but this will serve as a heavy reminder for gamers to be more careful with what they say on the internet and how they say it. Again, this whole thing is just a mess. It's got creators pitted against creators, fans pitted against fans, and it sucks that this situation revolves around a guy like Nick Merckx who has done so much not only for his community, but just gaming in general. He's been a content creator for years across many, many different gaming titles. The sad part that comes out of this, however, is now Nick is going to be tied in with all of the people who, for what we said earlier, was a quote-unquote conservative view that the kids should be left alone. He will now be tied in with the people who are extremists on the far right, and that's not fair to him. Unfortunately, that's how the internet's going to work. What I don't like seeing is people tweeting and quote tweeting on this that you can't be a conservative in the gaming industry or they're out for conservatives or you know this is a witch hunt against conservatives. That's that's not it's not what's happening and that's not what's going on. You can be a conservative and you can be a decent human being. This can also go the opposite other way too. You could be a far far left, you know, extremist and you can get tied in with the people who are, you know, doing harm on the progressive side too. And that's not fair to you if you don't lean that far left. But to say that these statements people are making on Twitter and the internet are not ignorant would be a lie. Most people haven't delved into the issue, haven't looked at the issue. They truly believe that the fight broke out because the school board was trying to pass a curriculum to educate five and six-year-olds on how to be gay or transgender. And again, like I said earlier, in this country, the only place you hear that is you hear that from people who are far right or Republican trying to, again, quote unquote, protect the children when they're not even at risk at all. So this was a this was a longer episode, and hopefully you've you've stuck through it. Hopefully you were able to take something from it and and kind of hear how crazy it's been for for the gaming industry and and for a couple people that are involved in it. Because this mistake that that Nick has made just by simply having a vague tweet is is going to cost him millions upon millions of dollars, and it's it's set a ripple through through this industry that. Has, has not been seen in, in I don't know how long. But like I said, I know this was a longer episode and it just, it was something I felt like I, I needed to cover because a good portion of my following is not familiar with the gaming industry or what, or what happens in it. And with a topic like this, I feel like it was important to cover. So if you enjoyed this episode or you found the subject we covered today to be interesting, do me a favor hit that follow button or subscribe button wherever you're listening and also leave a five-star rating to help this project of mine grow. Make sure to follow the pod on Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter at HaggardPod. 
That's all I've got for this episode. I'll catch you in the next one. Thank you.